Hello and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penklis and joining me as always, Michael Corbin. Michael, good evening. Emmanuel, how are you? I am very, very well. How are you? Good. Uh, had a pretty good weekend in terms of rugby league. My team won and your team lost, so it's always a good sign. But Emmanuel, we have some clarity on the coaching carousel that is happening in the NRL. Uh, over the weekend, we learnt that Todd Payton uh, has been confirmed as the Cowboys coach, and well done to him. Uh, he deserves a coaching job, considering how well the Warriors have played since he took over. Uh, and the other, the other one that I'm not as jubilant about is the hiring of Anthony Griffin as the St. George Illawarra Dragons head coach for the next two seasons. Emmanuel, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts before I, before I go. Well, look, I think two seasons says a lot about where things are at with Anthony Griffin at the moment. He, his, his, so his reputation is twofold. I think he, he is quite good at, at managing and, and developing juniors. It seems to be a bit of the talk around. Um, he did a reasonable job at the Broncos, um, developing their juniors and blooding some young guns. Um, Penrith obviously had a huge nursery of juniors. Um, he blooded some of them. Um, but the stories that, that come out of particularly his time at Penrith um, and his manipulation um, and control of the playing group um, and the basicness um, with which he tries to um, execute a game plan is apparently something that was a huge problem at Penrith. So apparently while he was there, um, the strategy was to play a very boring controlled style of football, uh, which is why Penrith would absolutely struggle in games until the 60th minute and then make a comeback because it was at this point in the game where the players threw the game plan out the window. There was this whole talk at the time, Corbs, I don't know if you remember it, about Panthers came from behind to win again. And part, apparently part of the theory behind this is that that's when they threw the Griffin game plan out the door and just played this ad-lib football that we see so much of. So uh, I'm a bit concerned. I also am intrigued because, of course, um, he gave Ben Hunt his debut um, he also, from memory, coached Corey Norman at the Broncos as well. Uh, two pivotal parts of St. George's recruitment over the last couple of years and an enormous chunk of their salary cap. So Griffin comes in um, with some big decisions. But look, I, I think, we, and we've discussed this, other than Paul Green, um, the field of coaches out there is very narrow. St. George clearly can't work with a coach that's an old boy. It's a, it's a bit of a problem. Their only premiership success in the last uh, 40 years has come from Wayne Bennett. He's not associated with the club. Um, so it's obviously a strategy to try something different. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think Anthony Griffin is a good coach in the NRL. I think, yes, he can... Okay, he might be good at developing young players, but this team isn't that young it's got a lot of veterans on it you know a lot of players who have been around and know what they're doing and that roster's not going to change too much come next season um i think that they got scared by the media saying that you know dragons old boys and sticking in house hasn't worked for them and uh, that's why dean young didn't get the job i don't think these last two weeks where he has had bad losses have helped his cause uh, going down in the Titans and the Cowboys in consecutive weeks. 
Uh, and I heard that. Well, I heard that, and Webby Webby said this last night on the hundred percent footy that they had two cracks at Craig Fitzgibbon. Uh, couldn't get him. They tried to offer him two million over three years, uh, and he declined that offer. I think they waited too long to get rid of McGregor, and because of that, uh, they weren't able to get the likes of Paul Green, who, uh, by the seams of it, is fighting Kevin Walters for that Broncos job, and whoever doesn't get it will get the Origin job. So those two are locked up. Uh, they didn't get Todd Payton, um, and yeah, I, I just I don't under I don't understand the signing. I don't really think he's a great coach. I don't think it's going to help the Dragons. I kind of see them being in the exact same situation this year as they were last year. And I think the one saving grace for this is it's a two-year contract with a, with a third-year option, uh, which is controlled by the club. Um, yeah, it's... The, the, the talk is that out of Panthers, that they can't believe that he got this job and they don't think that he is... A great uh, coaching. Uh, he's he's not suited to be a head coach in the NRL. So, look, is it a step yeah. in the right direction? I don't know. That's yet to be seen. They didn't go with an old boy, which is a good sign that they've learned from their mistakes. I just don't think they made the right decision in who they've gone with otherwise. Yeah, and, and but this is the problem with flags corps. Like we've spoken about this all year, um, especially you know the first. What, eight rounds when Mary's future was really the talking point. Mary's future was really the talking point. Um, you know, there was a lot of chat around uh, who's going to replace him. The push was for Flanagan. It was obvious that Flanagan couldn't do it. And, and this is the thing. The alternative is that there aren't that many out there. There aren't a lot of premiership winning coaches on the market. There aren't a lot of really good tried and tested coaches that have been um, in the NRL. I actually would have gone for Tuvi over Griffin. Um, if he wanted yeah. that job, I, I think he would have been better better off. Uh, he, he can he'd probably make better use of, of a roster like that, know what to do with it. Um, but for me, and, and you know, I know he's a polarizing figure, but anyone that really sort of is just not highly regarded by Phil Gould in that sense must be a bit of a problem. Um, and you know, there obviously a, a lot went down at Penrith in 2018 more than it is discussed. And I think a bit of that's come out this week in Andrew Webster's stories. But, um, you know, it, Anthony Griffin's become this sort of pawn between um, Channel 9 and the Herald against Fox Sports, Daily Telegraph, the usual splits and divides. And it's all about, you know, Gus and what Gus did at Penrith. And half the time it's like, well, Griffin's great because apparently he blooded all the juniors at Penrith. And it's kind of like, well, if he's so great, maybe the juniors would think more highly of him. But it's a bit of chicken and the egg. But, um, yes, the coaching merry-go-round is um, slowly, slowly uh, winding down. Um, and speaking of winding down in their old age, Michael Corbin, can I ask you, how impressed were you with Sonny Bill's 12 minutes on the weekend? Look, it was nothing. It was nothing incredible. He played twelve minutes. He hasn't played rugby league in a long time. Six months, I think. He had surgery. He's come on. He's playing in the middle, which he's never done in his life. Uh, but he came on first hit up, got an offload, and then unfortunately, uh, after he gave a good offload to Kiri, Kiri uh, passed it to a camera player, 
And Sonny Bill had to defend his line in the middle for three sets in a row. Uh, great induction back into the NRL. Um, but I think it, it's going to be a slow burn. He's not, he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's 35. The question is, if this Roosters team is all healthy, does he make the squad? Because at the moment, he's keeping Mitchell Orbison in the 18 jersey. There's also Dar- uh, there's also Freddie Lussick, who played a great game on the weekend, played the full 80, made 66 tackles. Plaster Pharmacilli has been good for both the Warriors and the Roosters this year. Uh, as we said, Mitchell Orbison is one game away from breaking the Roosters' record. So you think that Robbo's going to give him that at one point. Come grand final time, who's going to be wearing the 18th jersey? There's another. There's a couple other players. Lindsay Collins, Nat Butcher, Isaac Liu, Satili Tupanua. All of them have been really good this year. Who's going to be the 18th man come grand final day if all these players stay healthy? It's it's a good problem to have. Uh, I'm not complaining <laughs> because we've got, you know, we've finally got a bit of depth. Our team is healthy. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting how Robert approaches this because... Obviously, Sonny is a draw. That game was the third highest watched game this season. It was the most streamed game overseas uh, that the NRL has ever had. So, Sonny puts bums in seats and people on the couch to watch him play. Uh, he's an incredible draw card for the NRL. Um, you know, there was a designated camera for him, not just during the Roosters Raiders game, but also the uh, the. Tigers Manly game. Uh, it was good to see that the Tigers scored and we got to watch Sonny put on his socks. I really enjoyed it. It was a bit overkill by Fox Sports. Yeah, just Fox um, Sports with the overkill, right? Not you. <laughs> not, not you. Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> for those of us who have just, I'm for happy. those of you that just tuned in, this is not Roosters Radio. Um, look, I think no matter what, he, as long as he's contracted to the club, he's in the team. He's not there for anything else. Um, He's not there for anything that he can do in terms of on-field performance. Um, in terms of his, at this stage, I don't think it's got anything to do with his talent. I think it's purely to do with his presence. It's to do with what he brings. It's the motivation. It's the lift that he gives everyone around him. Uh, it's all the soft skills that only the smart players have. Um, it's like playing amongst GI or Kronk or um, Cameron Smith. It, it's that. It's that thing that a player um, cannot be trained in. It it is an aura. It is an aura. And it's not something that they can be trained in. It's not something that can be coached. It's just sort of uh, discipline and mental toughness and and a strong mentality. And, you know, this is someone that's played with the All Blacks. So why wouldn't you want that around? Um, It's it's great to have him back in rugby league. Um, I would not like that he replaces Mitch Orbison um, over the next few games, it is, of course, um, him approaching that record. Um, but maybe Robbo's plan is just to keep him uh, equal with Minicello and play him for one more game. So, um, yeah. We will see. Uh, the one thing it did take away from was that James Tedesco has put together his two best games of the season uh, over the last two weeks. Last week, he had... One try, five tries this week. He was just everywhere. He had spiders on him. The, the Raiders could not get a hold of him. And I think that Teddy is primed for a push at the end of the season, which is very going to be very similar to what he did last year. Uh, I think he's been a bit... He's, he's, he's reserved himself the last... Probably the last two months or so. And... 
I said last week, I think the Roosters are ready for a huge surge come the end of the set, come this last few games and heading into the finals. And he's the main, Teddy is the main reason why. There's a reason why everyone said he was the best player in the league at the end of last year. And I think he's ready to show it again. Yeah. Okay. Well, enough of that. Up against him in, uh, <laughs> up against him, um, you know, uh, two mighty, mighty clubs, the Rabbitohs and the Storm uh, had a cracking game uh, last week. It was, it was absolutely awesome. I'm very proud of my football team. Um, they've traditionally struggled against the Storm. Uh, they really gave it to them. That try just before half time, with 30 seconds to go, um, to turned out to be uh, just so costly in the scheme of things. But I really thought that with, you know, we had Melbourne uh, in a really good, good spot. Um, and, you know, we lost to them by six points despite a 66% completion rate. It's something Wayne spoke about post-game. Um, just really like what I'm seeing from South at the moment. They're very Wayne Bennett coach. They're very fit. Uh, they're tough in defence. They're, they're relentless. They're creative. Um, he's really simplified the game plan and South's showing a lot of the form they showed at the start of last year when they won um, nine or 10 uh, in the first 10 or 11 rounds last year. So um, good stuff from them. Melbourne, as always, just find a way to win. Um, a questionable pass. Um, I have no issue with the pass, to be honest, because I would think that if it was, I mean, it's a luck of the draw pass. It, it, it's, you shouldn't be relying on that sort of call to get you out of trouble. Um, it was soft defence, in my opinion, on the try line. Um, but, you know, I thought South played really well. I thought Melbourne were really good. Um, they've really pretty much wrapped up that uh, second spot. So uh, someone will be facing them um, on the Sunshine Coast. But, um, yeah, look, South's probably going to miss the top four, but I think they'll give a run to whoever they play in the first couple of weeks of the finals. Corbs, yeah, what do South, you think? South's have this really great ability of spreading it early and using going sideline to sideline within, like, at, that, at the halfway line. And it just puts so much pressure on the defence straight away because you're moving them backwards and you're getting over the advantage line early. Uh South were phenomenal for the first 39 minutes of that game. I really thought they were going to win. Like you said, that that try at halftime killed you because everyone knows what happens when a team scores at halftime. They, you weren't that far ahead. I think the score at that point was 14-6. to six. They get that try. They're only down by two points at halftime and they've been on the back foot that whole half. And then, unfortunately, South's just... They let a couple errors creep into their game in the second half. They kept on giving it away and letting Melbourne get the ball in their own in their own end. And yeah, I but I, I was really impressed with Souths. Uh, they they had they were Melbourne looked shaky at the start. They looked tentative. Cameron Smith, uh, you know, made a couple bad plays. And when Cameron Smith starts doing little things like kicking the ball dead, you're just like, oh, what's what's going on here? This team's got them rattled. You're not something you see out of Melbourne, but uh, the speed on that left edge when you combine Pappenhausen with Addo Carr is so dangerous. And then you've got Justin Olam inside who's so strong and so powerful and even has speed himself. It's devastating. And that's that's unfortunately where Souths came undone. Yeah. And honestly, like I love rugby league for its big hits and everything, but there is, there is nothing better than um, quick 
players in space and um, Melbourne have just had that for the last couple of years and it's absolutely awesome to watch and um, absolute, you know, speed machine. So um, Melbourne charging, Souths will be competitive, but it looks like that they will miss the four. Now, Mike, uh, should we get into the round? Yeah. Fun fact to you before we get into the round, the round, Emmanuel. All eight teams in the top eight are on different points. That is a fun fact. Yeah, there you go. Don't know how often that's happened before, but we have the Panthers on 31 points, Melbourne on 28 points, Parra on 26, Roosters on 24, Raiders on 22, Knights on 21, Rabbitohs on 20, and the Sharks on 18. So there's a divide between all eight positions at the moment. Now, round 18 kicks off Thursday night. Big game, Tigers versus the Rabbitohs. Um, the Bunnies are unfortunate to lose, like we said. And the Tigers came away with a miraculous victory on the weekend, scoring three tries in the last eight minutes uh, to beat the Manly Sea Eagles. Um, but despite that, I'm tipping Souths. They're the better team. They absolutely towed Tigers up in this last matchup. Uh, first time that when they played previously this season, I think it was forty to ten. Uh, so I'm I'm sticking with South here. Yeah, I think South should win this one. Um, who have I got here? Um, so for the Tigers, they're unchanged. For South's Gagai returns um, from that hamstring strain, and he's in the place of Jackson Paulo. So it's good, uh, a bit more strength in the back line for South's. Tola is out and Liam Knight is starting at prop with Jed Cartwright onto the bench. Um, I really think Tavita Totola has actually been awesome this season. He's one of my favourite players to watch. He's consistent. Agreed. He's got a great offload. Um, he's, it, he's just a really, really awesome player. Um, I think easily one of our best this year. Him and Tom Burgess doing some massive metres. Uh, not as keen on Liam Knight at prop, but we are um, notoriously... Short. Um, I think Souths will win this one. Yeah, a uh, bit of doubt uh, for Kieran Kolomatungi as well. Uh, Adam Dewey on the weekend in his position where I think he is best in the centres was phenomenal. Uh, took an absolutely great catch uh, for that last try, I believe it was. Uh, I think yeah. centres is a position where he's really going to make his mark in the NRL and become an elite player. Uh, looked really comfortable there. Big body, has the skills to, you know, catch and pass. He's got the kick in him as well, play, uh, having played in the hard before. So, yeah, uh, someone to watch out for in the sentence. I think he's going to be really good in the, in the next couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Tigers have also had a uh, bit of controversy this week with a couple of their players leaving at Half time from Brookvale Oval, so let's see. It was, co- it was cold, Emmanuel. That. It was cold. Uh, you can't Emmanuel, blame him. Yeah. September isn't as September is notoriously cold month, isn't it? I know oh, it's tough. It's tough, but um, <laughs> I think did I read correctly that Madge has been re-signed or is he about has. to be re-signed? Yeah, he has yes, been. He's so been re-signed. that's a clear statement from the board that um, yeah, they're in his corner now. Yeah. Um, Friday night, Bulldogs host Manly at ANZ Stadium. Oh, God, the dogs. This is in his back line, Corbs. Um, Montoya, Kerrit Holland and Foran are all out. Ockenbore plays his first game of the year. 
uh, where Tenny Zelezniak moves to the centre, Remus Smith and Avrilo. Um, Remus Smith's recalled and Avrilo is at 5'8". Uh, Luke Thompson's back and starting side at lock. Tolman's at prop. Napa's out. Brandon Wakeham and Suaso Sue are the new faces on the bench. For Manly, um, even more tragedy with George Tafua and Josh Schuster um, out for the rest of the season. Um, Miski comes in the wing and Cade Custer has been recalled to six. Um, Jesus, I have no idea. I really liked what I saw out of Schuster. There's been a lot of raps on this kid. I thought it was really good. Uh, Probably got a bit too overconfident on the weekend, but I I think he's a good player. A lot of good signs early. Really, really wanted to take control of the game. Um, so it's good to see from a young kid. I'm going manly on this one. Um, only because there's no Kieran Four. And I think without Kieran Four and the dogs have been woeful. Yeah. I, I can't I can't tip the dogs. They're they're coming last. Yeah. I can't. It's just it's you can't tip them. You line them up, you know, um, Line the two teams up and match them position for position. I still think that um, Manly are far stronger. Cherry Evans, Trevojevic to Powell. Um, it's just, and you know, you know, with four and out and that halves combination of Avarillo and Lewis. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just don't think it. <laughs> and I just don't think it's going to do that. Neither, much, so. neither of them are halves. Let's put it that way. Neither of them could pass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, but that rolls into um, the blockbuster on Friday night. Panthers host Para at Panthers Stadium. Uh, now, the Eels handed Penrith their only loss of 2020, which is quite mm-hmm. remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's going to be the same this time. So, Yo returns uh, from the head knock. Fisher Harris returns at prop. Leotis is to the bench. Kurt Catewell shifts to the reserves. Uh, massive blow um, for the Eels on the weekend with Marnie supposedly out for the season, but he has been named to start in this game, which is I th- crazy. I think, you, I think you got some good news. Yeah. It an AC, it's an AC it's joint. AC joints are really painful initially. Uh, yeah. They look really painful. They always win straight away. And it's one of those things where it lasts a couple of days and then it, it goes down and you can kind of push it. Papali's the same thing. Papali's also been named after not playing the entire second half against the Roosters. Uh, it's one of those injuries that looks really painful, but then it's a quick recovery. So I don't know whether he will be out for that long. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Panthers. I just, they're, they're just too classy at the moment. I think, you know, even last week, Para, I wasn't convinced by what I saw from them against... Uh, the Warriors. The Warriors scored a couple of quick tries at the end of the first half, um, and it just exposed some holes in Paris' defence again. So, uh, for me, it's easily the Panthers to make it what twelve straight. Thirteen. I think. Thirteen. Mm. Crazy. I am also going the Panthers. The Panthers have all thirty players fit and healthy at the moment. They yeah. have not a single awesome? injury on their roster. It's incredible, considering so many teams are struggling to fill, you know, their 17. The, ra- the, the the team at the top of the table doesn't have a single injury at the moment. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm sticking with the Panthers here. I think they are... They're one of three teams I think you can win this competition. 
So, yeah, the, the streak will continue. All right, 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Uh, down at Wollongong, we have the Dragons versus the Raiders. Dragons, like I said earlier, two yeah. bad losses in a row. Two games where they should have won. Lost in Golden Point to the, the Cowboys. I know it was up in Queensland, but still, no, I can't remember the last time the Cowboys won without Tamalolo. Papali's been named. I'm going with the Raiders. I think the Raiders should put a big point, put big margin on this week. Yeah. So Ricky's named the um, same 17 that tackled the Roosters. Um, Sia Soliola is named amongst the reserves, um, which is a massive boost for them. For the Dragons, Cody Ramsey makes his NRL debut on the wing. Um, for Ravalawa, Vaughan returns. Um, Josh Kerr and Blake Laurie move to the bench and Tyrrell Fumiona drops out. Dragons were disappointing. I don't know how they let the Cowboys win. Um, that would have ruined everyone's tips, I think. Um, but yep. I think Canberra are just going to have more to play for. Dragons, I think, just waiting for the end of the season. I have to say that their, their performances with Dean Young have been really disappointing. It's a bit like Canterbury. It just seemed like it was going to be okay and stabilised. But, you know, the Dragons were climbing and, and they've fallen off a bit in the last couple of weeks, as you said. Um, they're definitely waiting for the off-season. Um, they don't even get a weekend trip to uh, a week's trip to Bali as a mad Monday. So I don't know what they're going to do. But, um, yeah, disappointing from them. Um, and I think they're just waiting for Griffin to come in now. So um, definitely the Raiders for me. Uh, then 5.30 on Saturday, Titans host the Broncos on the Gold Coast. Uh, for the Titans, Kelly's out with an ankle injury. Jamin Jolif uh, is also sidelined with an ankle problem and his place is being taken by Fotuaika, uh, who moves from the bench to the starting side. Uh, Jay Whitbread's been added to the bench. Arrow played long minutes in his return from a shoulder issue last week and he could move into the starting side. For the Bronx, Alex Glenn returns from injury. Ben Teo goes to the bench. Um, Ricky and Jamil Hopawati both drop off the interchange. Often Gowie returns from suspension. Xavier Coates um, is on the um, bench as well. For me, I'm going the Titans. I can't see Brisbane winning this game. They're just, I just think Titans are a better team. Yeah. Uh, another blow for the... Apparently, Katoni Staggs is in some doubt. So if he's out, they really have no attack because he has been probably you know their only shining light lately. Uh, Titans for me as well. Like I said, I've, I keep on saying I like what I'm seeing out of the Titans. They're beating the teams that they should be beating at the back end of this season, and I've really enjoyed watching them. I think I think Alexander Brimson might play himself into an Origin jersey. Because Queensland are decimated in the backs at the moment. They don't have much to choose from. He's someone I would be watching. Uh, really liked what I've seen out of him. Uh, but yeah, Titans Titans for me. Yeah. And then to wrap up Super Saturday, uh, the Roosters host Newcastle at the SCG. The Roosters off the back of that good win in Canberra. Um, Jake Friend returns from a head knock at Hooker. Um, and for the Knights, Ponga. Out. Barnett, out. Hunt, out. Uh, Tex Hoy's at fullback. Edric Lee's back from injury on the wing. And SESC's at lock. Daniel Saifidi returns on the bench. And Sione Matautia is also a chance to return after being listed in the reserves. I think the Roosters win this one. 
yeah, um, my tip is no secret. I'm also tipping the Roosters uh, at the SEG. Last time we played them there, I think we won 48-6. to six. So, yeah, should be a should be an easy one for the Roosters. All right, uh, 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon, we have the Storm versus the Cowboys up at Sunrise Coast Stadium, Sunshine Coast Stadium. Uh, big... Uh, I doubt he's injured, but Pappenhausen hasn't been named. I think he's getting a rest. Uh, Nico Hines is playing fullback for the Storm. Uh, Rabs's favorite player to uh, favorite player to commentate, Big Tina Fasul Malawi, <laughs> is uh, yeah. retained his spot at lock. Um, yeah. Uh, how can you how can you tip against Melbourne? It doesn't matter who they have in their team or who they don't have in their team. Nelson Osafa Solomon is back. Tipping Melbourne. This should be easy. Yeah. How many weeks of the year do you reckon people consider tipping against Melbourne? It must be like two or three. Um, like, and that was... Yeah, that's it. And even even less... Even, since Smith doesn't play rep footy and there's no rep footy this year, it's not even an option. Um, the Cowboys, Hane has named the same 17 as last week. Um, Gavin Cooper is listed to start. Look, it's a no-brainer. Uh, the Storm to win this one and they will go one step closer to wrapping up for sure that top spot, um, that top two spot with the win. So, um, and you know, Pappenhausen's out, but Nico Hines is a pretty handy replacement back there. So um, I reckon they'll get the job done. Then the final game of the round, Michael, this one's pretty important to how the top eight shapes up. Um, in the third last round, the Sharks host the Warriors, eighth host 10th. Sunday night, Johnson returns. Townsend is out. Connor Tracy's in the halves with him. Talakai's in the starting side. Wade Graham's out. Rudolph is again named. Katoa returns. Fafita's been named on the bench. While um, George Jennings and Alvaro. The two Eels loan players uh, return and Papali starts a prop with uh, reverting to the interchange. Ooh. I'm going the Warriors. I've also gone the Warriors. Now, these are the, ra- these are the Sharks' next three games. They versus the Warriors this week, which they desperately need to win. If they win this, they lock up eight. All right? Then they versus the Roosters next week. The week after that, last round of the competition, I'm pretty sure that they versed the Melbourne Storm. So, who do they verse? No, they versed the Canberra Raiders, sorry. I could see Sharks losing all three of these games, right? But the issue is, even if they lose all three of these games, the Tigers and the Warriors need to win two of their next three and also hope that the Sharks get pumped because their point difference is is a bit better. The, the Tigers, I think, are down by about 50. And I think the, the, the Warriors are well down. They're down by about 120. So if the Warriors have any chance, they need to put a big score on the Sharks this week. I'm tipping the Warriors as well. I think they should get up. I've not liked what I've seen out of the Sharks the last couple of weeks. And, you know, 
they're still yet to beat a top eight team. Um, yeah. I'd be a little worried if I was a Sharks fan. I was getting close in those last three games are going to be big. The Raiders, you know, are definitely going to play because they want to make sure that they hold that fifth spot. Uh, yeah. Going to be, I'd be walking on eggshells if I was a Sharks. You better hope that you get a win. I don't think it'll come next week against the Roosters. And this... If, yeah. If I can tell you, week, If they get this week, it's over. That's it. They, they're in the eight and that's it. It's set. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I don't think Cronulla will win the next three games, but I still think they'll make the eight. I think the Warriors will beat them this week and then Cronulla will lose to their next two games. And then, but I just don't think that the Tigers will, will win a game, another game this year and the Warriors won't win too. So yeah. um, Cronulla will probably go into the finals having lost three in a row um, is my prediction on that. And they'll be 18th and won't be chased. Oh, they'll be on 18 points and won't be chased. So um, let's see how that unfolds. So um, to recap tips, we've both picked uh, Souths over the Tigers. Oh, we've got all the same all week. We have. Both tipped Manly, Manly over the Dogs. Ha, ha, ha. We've both <laughs> tipped Penrith over the Eels. St. Um, St. George will lose to Canberra. We've tipped the Titans over the Broncos, the Roosters over the Knights, the Storm to defeat the Cowboys. And the Warriors to beat the Sharks. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting closer. Getting closer. This is usually the first weekend of the finals, Corpse. I know. Instead, we're... Strange old getting, year, this one. Getting probably two matches that matter. Three matches that matter. Nothing, nothing really special this round. After last round's, you know, extravaganza where you had a lot of matches that actually meant something to standings this week. Just a bit, a bit flat. And I, I don't know. I think next couple of weeks are going to be a bit cumbersome. Just come on, let's get to the finals. So we'll see. Yeah. Let's, hope that, let's hope that there's some really good games. But yeah, there's, there's not too much to play for at the moment for a lot of these teams. Yeah. Other than yeah, that Panthers-Eels game. South Roosters in the final round will always be a good game. Yeah. Um, it's always got a good build-up and everything as well. So, um, but yeah, I think that's it from us this week, Corbs. It is. Uh, yeah, there's no more news to hit. Uh, next week, we're thinking of doing an Origin preview. Uh, like I said, there's you know not too much to talk about at the moment as we're heading into finals. So next week, we're going to go through uh, what we think about Origin being end of year, our predicted teams, who we think is going to win. Uh, no shot, no surprise here. It's going to be New South Wales, but still fun to go through it all. Origin's always a great time of the year, um, and no matter how good New South Wales look on paper, Queensland always step up. So uh, look forward yeah. to that next week. We also week. also need to think about who's going to be coaching Queensland, and will Cameron Smith be playing or coaching? <laughs> I doubt. I doubt he'll be playing, but he could be coaching. Uh, we might even we might even know Cam Smith's future by then. There's a lot of a lot of talk that it's going to happen soon, and there's talk that we'll wait till the end of the season. Who knows? Apparently, Melbourne are happy with it, but it just seems like it's something that's floating around. Yeah, I reckon he'll play on. By the way, I don't think so. He'll I think have, he's done. He'll have. I think he's. He'll. I, I know that they've got a problem with Harry Grant, but 
they'll they'll find some sort of. I don't know if he's. I I don't think he'll play. If he plays on, I don't think it'll be in Melbourne. That's my prediction. Interesting. Mm. All right. Well, that's for next week. Yeah. All right, guys, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, follow us on Instagram, How Good Is Rugby League, and Twitter, How Good Is RL. Uh, and one more thing, Emmanuel, How Good Is Rugby League? How Good Is Rugby League? Have a good week. Thanks, guys.